Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. If you love lactation tea but hate the taste, nursing time tea is for you. And today's episode is also brought to you by Silverette. Have you ever struggled with sore or cracked nipples while nursing your baby? Silverette Silver Nursing Cups are your one-stop solution. We will hear more from our sponsors later, but you can head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page. If you need anything, check there and see if you can give them any of your business because they make this podcast possible. And while you're there, you can scroll down and enter your email address and we will send episodes straight to your inbox every week. And also, while you're there, you can check our shop page and check out all of our merch. And actually, if you join our... um mailing list too we can send maybe some deals for some christmas merch Ooh, just that just came to me that's a great idea yeah and um now diane here's our review of the week i do and it comes from our itunes thank you so much for putting this on itunes for us it says must binge for breastfeeders. Love this podcast. I am a new breastfeeder with a seven week old. I started listening last week and I am hooked. I decided to go through the hundreds of episodes to download a few that were relevant to my experience. A few downloads turned into about 30 episodes that I needed to binge immediately. This podcast is so insightful, down to earth and entertaining. Thank you for sharing your breastfeeding knowledge with the world. So thank you so much for putting that on iTunes. That really helps the podcast a lot. And um, I'm really glad you found us. And wow, like 30 episodes that That's like... a lot of Diane and Abby. It is a lot of Diane and Abby. And it is a lot of stuff that that should tell everybody like there's a lot of stuff that happens in a in a relationship when you're nursing your baby. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that come up that you're like, oh my gosh, is this is this normal? Is this okay? Why is this happening? What do I do about it? Like she found 30 things with her seven week old baby that she wanted to validate or verify. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of stuff. Um, So thank you so much for listening and you can send us an email or with a review. Um, We love them on iTunes because it does help the podcast, but people have sent them to our email. They've sent them to, I, you know, Instagram, um, Facebook, whatever we get them. So thank you very much. And yeah, this week, this came to you from, well, you it know, did. Why don't I read a, this? A I'll read, yeah. Yes. I'll, somebody sent me an Instagram message and I just thought it was so interesting. And I, I think that we could do this whole episode on this message. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was Amelia. Um, I, oh, I, had, I hope she was okay with me saying her name. <laughs> well, it's not I just said her it. last name and her giving her address out. No, anything, I'm not. So. Um, yeah. She says, hello, is there such a thing as accidental weaning? I think I might've done this, but I'm not really sure. My daughter is 14 months and she hasn't nursed in two-ish weeks. She was sick recently and very congested, as well as teething. Nursing was not pleasant towards the end. The biting was miserable, not to mention the congestion. She seems fine with the fact that we don't share that time together anymore. I think I'm struggling more with the fact that that chapter is over. It's just It just feels like it happened so fast. I'm worried that I accidentally weaned her because I couldn't deal with the biting. Love the podcast. Many days, it was exactly what I needed. It kept me going through those tough days, inspired me to bed share, and was a little voice on my shoulder saying, sweetie, you do you. If they don't like it, fuck them. And (laughs) I like that. Exactly. That should be the voice on your shoulder always. Yes. 
Um, so accidental weaning, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, that is totally a thing because we hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. We hear it. With, yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. With like nursing strikes when they're sick, when they're teething. Or sometimes people don't know. They're like, oh, my eight month old just wean themselves. Yes. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So did you answer her or did you just like I did. text me and say, hey, let's do it? No, no, episode. I did answer her. Um, if you want to hear my answer, you have to hold on a second because I <laughs> all I did was <laughs> screenshot her message. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, I mean, that's probably I never really thought about it as like, oh, this is accidental weaning. Like when you didn't necessarily mean for it to happen, um, but it happens. Um, that's yeah, that's. That's definitely a thing. Um, I hear it a lot when people are just like you said, they're like, oh, my gosh, my baby's teething. They're not feeding very much. I think they're weaning or a nursing strike um, or sometimes with teething if they bite you and you yell really mm-hmm. loud and babies kind of get scared. And then they're afraid to go back to the breast and they're like, I think we weaned like. There's yeah, we have a lot to talk about with this, I think. Yeah, we do. And there's, um, you know, with, with, uh, some, there's accidental weaning. There's also like the fear of weaning, which I don't know if we're really talking about today, but, um, they don't generally pretty sweepingly across the board. Babies don't just wean. Especially before the age of a year. Yeah. Or maybe even two. Yeah. But, um, and if they do and they stop nursing, then usually there's a reason. It's not just like, oh, I'm over that. Right. And it's usually, you know, some of these reasons that we were just talking about. But man, that's, it's very upsetting. It's very upsetting. We can just get that out of the way right now. You can think like, oh, I was hating it because they were biting and, you know, all of this. But when it just suddenly stops like that, it is upsetting. It just feels like this part of you is just over and gone. And that's really traumatic. Yeah. Um, When people message me, especially when it comes in the form of like a nursing strike, you know, sometimes there's not a lot that you can do. Like I give a lot, you know, I give suggestions, um, talk about why it might be happening, give some suggestions for things to try, um, kind of like get down to like, okay, why, why did this, you know, what triggered the nursing strike, whatever. But one of the things I really try to do with, with these families is, just keep encouraging them because if this baby is under a year, they will likely have go back to the breast. Like there's, this is not a forever thing. Um, and nursing strikes happen and then they get past them and then they start nursing again. So really what it comes down to when they're young like that, when they're under a year is to just not lose the faith and to keep going and keep trying and keep snuggling with them and keep offering. But that can become very hard when you are just so, you know, just so sad about it or just mm-hmm. so frustrated with the whole situation that can be hard to just kind of keep going and keep trying and hoping that they're going to come back, but they will, you know, when they're under a year, it's not likely that they will wean themselves. It really isn't. Um, it, it just, it isn't, it isn't likely that they will do that. And sometimes we just don't realize it because they're, they're giving us cues like they want to, but it's really more of developmental stuff that's going on. Yeah, you're I mean, the breastfeeding relationship is going to go through so many, so many twists and turns and hills and changes that that and some of those might be that they're not nursing at all Mm -hmm. for, you know, a period of time. 
And that's, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty normal. You know, that nursing can be, you know, nursing is something that is obviously very vital for feeding them, but that it also be very uncomfortable and they might avoid it for a period of time. And sometimes longer than, longer than we imagine that would happen. Like weeks. Yeah. And babies are very, by the time they get to the age where they're doing like nursing strikes or something like that, um, or, you know, whatever happened with this, you know, with this baby that this mom has, you know, messaged you about. I mean, they're just, they're in control of their feeds, you know? So there might be something else happening there. Like you said, maybe they're uncomfortable. If a lot of times it can happen with like an ear infection or with, she said that baby was sick, right? Like had been sick and teething right. and mm-hmm. congestion, like they're stuffy, they're congested. They have, you know, they're not, they're not going to feed well. They're just not. And they might take a bottle much better or they might, you know, be interested in other foods because that is easier for them. But that doesn't mean that they do not want to nurse at all. It's not what it means. It could just mean that it's not a comfortable thing for them at that point. And once they feel better, they will. And we have a lot of episodes on biting, so I don't want to make this like a biting episode mm-hmm. necessarily. But um, we know that teething is a really, really difficult stage for babies. And it interrupts feeding all the time. All the time. But knowing that, yeah. like, okay, they'll come back, you know, can make all the difference in the world. Because if you just kind of go up, oh, they don't want it anymore and you stop offering or you're just kind of thinking like, oh, that doesn't seem to be, you know, bothering them. They see, you know, it seems to be they're just kind of going on with their lives. I mean, babies are busy. Like what what was that baby's age? Like 15 months old or something Mm -hmm. like that baby's got a lot to do. So sometimes they're not going to come back to you and be like, hey, can we nurse again? Yeah, they're not going to remember to do that, but they will um, if you keep offering. Yeah, that's the key. You know, you just keep offering, especially in those like really, really calming, you know, times, you know, like before before nap and time and bedtime and maybe even during bath time. And a lot of yeah, people bathe yeah. with their babies. I was um, just going to say that, like taking a bath with them is is a lot of times a very, very good way to get a baby back to the breast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're right there. Mm-hmm. And then laying in your, you know, your favorite nursing chair to you know maybe nap time there and just kind of like trying to do some of those dream feeds that we were talking about Mm -hmm. i don't know a couple episodes ago yeah absolutely where you just kind of like get them up you know during the night or lay with them during the night and see if they'll nurse while they're half asleep um that is a really good way sometimes people will message me and be like oh my gosh my baby's on a nursing strike um but they are nursing fine during the night or the nighttime is the only time they'll nurse and it's like those babies are probably super they're just busy they're just doing stuff. They don't want to even take the time to bother to nurse. And that is normal developmental stuff. And if they are at least still nursing at nighttime, that's that's good. Like you're that's gonna, still you nursing. Know? That's not yeah. a nursing strike. If your baby's right. still, nursing still nursing at night, that's not a nursing strike. Right? Right. I would think not. I mean, I no. don't think so because your baby's Mm-mm. still nursing. They're just right. like super busy during the day. Their agenda is full. Yeah. But of course, everybody would rather the baby nurse during the day than at night. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. We'd I'd rather babies, you know, we'd rather babies do lots of things. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. The other thing to remember, too, is if this is 
like if this is your first baby, you know, it's kind of a different story. But if this is like second or third baby, a lot of times we go, but my other baby didn't have a problem with teething, but my other baby didn't behave like this, but my other baby nursed for two years and we loved it and we had a great breastfeeding relationship. This one is, it's not doing that. Though babies are very different. The experience you had with your first baby really might not be the same as the experience you're going to have with the next baby. Um, and that's just the bottom line. Like they're not the same at all. So you might have to kind of clear your head of that, which is very hard to do because especially in a situation like this, where the only thing you have to compare it to, but every breastfeeding relationship is different. They're all individual. Yeah. I mean, just like people are so different. Mm-hmm. They're going to be. I mean, and I, I didn't know with mine and all mine weaned, it was probably right around this baby's age. But the other thing that was happening with them is like they were just, I remember like they all had just learned to walk. And that was like, they stopped nursing. You know, like I remember trying to like put my son on my lap in the morning and try to nurse him. And he just kind of like wiggled off and, you know, ran away. I thought that that was it because I didn't know any better because I wasn't a lactation person. But if I had known to try to offer, you know, that they were just busy and developmentally going through you know, huge developmental changes, um, I would have still offered because I wasn't ready. You know, like it was kind of like a sudden, almost felt a little bit sudden. I mean, they kind of went from obviously like, you know, however many feeds a day to two to three or to three to two, then to one and then, you know, nothing. But I would have still continued to try if I thought that they were just, you know, just busy and would still nurse at some point. But nobody ever told me that. Everybody was like, they're over. I think I think my mother's words were, they're over a year. Get over yourself. I think that's basically <laughs> what she said to me. That's like, I'm not even kidding. Because I remember mm, being yeah. like, oh, I couldn't get the, you know, the baby to nurse this morning. I was really, you know, I'm really sad. I'm not ready. And she was like, they're over a year. Get over yourself. I was like, okay. Yeah. But nobody yeah. ever said, you know, keep trying. Keep trying them. Because, you know, they just learned to walk. They're busy you know, playing with their siblings, you know, very busy and just give them, a, you know, try them at bath time tonight. See how that goes or whatever. Nobody said that to me. No. And people say this about newborns. They're like, oh, they just don't want to breastfeed. Oh, yeah. My baby just didn't. My baby just didn't like the breast. Yeah, I hear that. Like, too. that's not a thing. That isn't. That means that your baby was struggling with something. Mm hmm. And yeah, a newborn. And I mean, a newborn is not, you know, they're just... A, a newborn that's not nursing is, you know, that's it's a problem. That's yeah. a problem more than just a developmental thing. There's probably a, what a latch thing going on or. Yeah. Something's going on there. And I, I know, cause I always say to people too, like, I don't know if this is right or wrong, but it, to me, nursing is instinctual. Like we know nursing is instinctual, but it is something that they need to learn to do. Right. And I kind of see like things like walking is the same thing. Like it's instinctual to walk. Right. I, but you have to learn how to do it. Yeah. They don't come out knowing how to do it. Right. Exactly. So they have to kind of like, you know, strengthen up those muscles and figure it out and figure out their coordination and all of that stuff. But it is an instinct for them to try to do that. And um, if they're not, everybody's like, oh, my God, what's happening? Send them to therapy. Do this, do that. You know, why is your baby not walking when they're supposed to be? They should be doing that by now. Um, but if your baby's not breastfeeding, people are like, eh, it's fine. I'm like, if babies don't do it, like, I really feel like there's, we need to figure out why. Yeah, and there's a reason. if we don't reason. figure out why, then it's going to come back to bite you in the ass at some point. Probably when they're doing solids. They're trying to eat solids. 
Yeah. Then it's going to be like, okay, now, you know, why is the baby not taking solids well? Why are they gagging? Why are they choking? What's happening? It's like there's probably something happening there way before. And learning to talk. Exactly. Yes. And learning to talk. problems too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like we want to know, like, if the baby is not breastfeeding well in the very beginning when they're newborns, like, okay, why is this happening? Because it's instinctive for them to do this. So if they're not doing it, why? Why are they not doing it? Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like that about like the accidental weaning, like, okay, it's kind of early, like what's happening here? Right. Um, People that are really determined to keep their baby at the breast will definitely reach out about stuff like that. And I'm not saying people aren't determined because sometimes people just think, oh, it's just time because somebody says to them, oh, it's just time for them. It's just, that's, it's just time for them to wean. It's like, it's really might not be. Yeah, Maybe just I have more to say about out. that, but why don't we take a break and then we'll come Ooh. back. Okay. Okay, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Do you love lactation tea but hate the taste? Most lactation teas have an earthy flavor that Abby likes to call dirt, <laughs> which is not very refreshing. Fairhaven Health Nursing Time Tea is a caffeine-free, all-natural herbal lactation tea with a light lemon taste that you can enjoy. Nursing Time Tea is made with herbs such as fennel seed, goat's rue, and blessed thistle that have been used for centuries to support healthy milk supply and soothe an upset tummy. All ingredients are high-quality, organic, wild-crafted, and contain no preservatives or additives. Nurture yourself and your milk supply with Nursing Time Tea. It can be made hot or cold, which is awesome for when you forget about it. It's a great way to maintain your hydration while supporting your milk supply. Head to fairhavenhealth.com. That's F-A-I-R-H-A-V-E-N health.com. Use code BADASS for 15% off of your purchase. And today's episode is also brought to you by Silverette. Have you ever struggled with sore or cracked nipples while nursing your baby? Silverette nursing cups are your one-stop solution to soothe and protect your nursing nipples. Since silver is a naturally antimicrobial and antifungal metal, it can help ward off bacteria and infections before they appear. Silver, a naturally antimicrobial, antifungal, and antibacterial metal, contains potent anti-inflammatory properties that can be used to heal and prevent cuts, cracks, soreness, wounds, and infections. Silverette are the original and authentic silver nursing cups, both clinically tested and registered with the FDA. Because your nipples deserve the best. Join us on Mission Happy Nipples. Use code BADASS for 15% off your order at Silverette USA. That's S-I-L-V-E-R-E-T-T-E-U-S-A. Silverettusa.com code BADASS for 15% off. And how many people have been walking around saying happy nipples? Because I feel like we should work that into our... Oh, into our daily routine. Yeah, we need to say happy nipples more. Um, But all of our sponsors and their promo codes can be found in the show notes under this episode. Um, Our show notes will also include further information about things we talked about in this episode. Also at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, you will find our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane so you can have happier nipples. Yes. We want happy nipples. Yes. So this whole thing about weaning and people are like, oops, I accidentally weaned or, you know, this time. Um, If you're trying to wean or you feel like okay with it, 
it's also okay to just use this time to stop. Because Mm -hmm. you can. You can just use it. You can be like, all right, they seem cool with this right now. I'm going to stop offering. You know, I'm going to, you know, do all these, you know, things to kind of help wean and not remind them of it and just use that time. Um, but that's obviously up to you. It's kind of easy to do that because they stop for another reason. Um, but you don't have to do that. If you would like to keep nursing, then keep nursing. Keep nursing cozy. Keep nursing cozy. Yeah, and like cozy times. Oh, cozy times. Oh, okay. I'm like, what does that mean? This one, a lactation consultant, her name is Wendy Wisner. She wrote a blog post on my blog a long time ago. And it's called, To Avoid Early Weaning, Keep Nursing Cozy. And like, I like that. I'm like, you know, it makes, and she just talks about like, you know, she talks about nursing strikes. She talks about a lot of the stuff that we're talking about. But, you know, kind of saying like, if you want this to keep going, you know, find those times, find those really relaxing times and offer. And that, you know, that's what no, we're that's talking about. Idea. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Um, the other thing, too, is like if your baby is in a nursing strike, to kind of be able to identify what why that is happening. And I think if we can identify why the nursing strike is happening, then that makes you feel a little bit better. You know, if we know, okay, it's, you know, nursing strike is happening. Is the baby teething? Yes, they're teething. Okay, that's probably why the nursing strike is happening. They're probably uncomfortable with the teething. And once those teeth pop through, or once we get into a little bit of a different stage with teething, you're probably going to go right back to, you know, the nursing relationship that you had. And then parents are like, oh, okay. You know, because it's like, you don't realize how much this stuff plays into your feeding process or ear infection. That's another big one that'll, you know, that'll cause a nursing strike um, too, if there's like a, you know, an ear infection or something like that. So it's like, if you know, Kind of like, oh, A is equaling B and C. Okay, then I can just kind of like, you know, um, wait it out, make sure my milk supply is where it needs to be, still offering, you know, and cuddling with the baby and the cozy times, like you said, but kind of knowing that it's they're not just trying to wean, there's a reason behind it. And that can, you know, that can help you kind of get through that nursing strike a little bit easier too. Yeah, and things like teething, like if you if you do some of these things that we talk about with teething, like chewing on frozen washcloths or like just chewing on things. Cause once that tooth breaks through the gums, usually that's when the pain for them will stop. Mm-hmm. So chewing on things, you know, the coldness um, can help kind of numb the gums. And so you can try to have them do that and then maybe try nursing right after and see if they're just feeling a little bit better in that moment. Um, but obviously if they're biting, it's also okay to keep your nipple out of their mouth couple other reasons and I know that I'm kind of bringing up a lot of stuff that happens before the babies are a year but these are reasons why people have contacted me because they thought their baby was weaning and one of them um, I remember was a baby that was becoming more efficient with their feeds probably around I mean they become pretty efficient you know anyway but I think this baby was like I don't know eight or nine months old and taking like five minutes to feed and I was like are they weaning what's happening I'm like no, they're just super efficient. Like it just, you know, like should not weaning. Yeah. Um, it's just them not needing as long to feed as they used to. Um, also babies that are starting to get more in control of their feedings. And we go from like when babies are first born, 
you know, you're kind of like, okay, feed every three hours, make sure your baby's feeding, make sure your baby's doing this, make sure. And, you know, instead of just kind of like rolling with it and feeding on demand and watching your baby's cues and learning, you know, what they need. And then you get to this point where babies are like starting to get more, you know, more distracted and they're more efficient and they're doing lots of things and they are more in control of their feedings and they are trying to stretch their feedings out. So some babies will absolutely do that. They'll be like, you'll grab them up and try to feed them. And they'll like, they'll fight you because they're like, I'm not ready to feed right now. This is not what I want to do right now. And they'll fight you and you go, oh my God, the baby's weaning. Mm-hmm. They always, they always nurse at this time of day. Why are they not nursing right now? And it's like, they just don't want to. Just wait them out a little bit longer. Try and, you know, try again in an hour. Like it doesn't mean that they're weaning if they're fighting you. It could be something completely different. They could be just really not ready to nurse. And I see that too when you've got bottles in the mix, because sometimes, you know, we overfeed with bottles and it's really common to overfeed with bottles. So sometimes babies get more with a bottle and then you try to nurse them and they're not into it. So it's like you have to, you know, kind of balance that out. I had, um, I had somebody one time come to me for a nursing strike and it was like this whole, like cycle because the baby was on a nursing strike for whatever reason I can't remember and then she was so she would try to nurse the baby and the baby was like not interested so then she would give a bottle because you don't want the baby to starve right mm-hmm. and you always automatically think the baby's gonna starve so then she's like so then I would just give the baby a bottle which they'll always take right like they'll yeah they'll just you know they'll pretty much always take the bottle and then she would be overfeeding my bottle and then try to nurse the baby again in like two hours. The baby's like, I'm not hungry right now. So it was like this huge cycle of just yeah. like turned into bottle feeding that didn't intend to be. And when we kind of figured it out, it was like, okay, we got to cut back on those bottles. You know, it's like baby's not starving. They'll let you know when they want to eat at that age. They're yeah. not going to starve. No, I mean, yeah, that's true. They'll, they'll, You'll know. Mm-hmm. And you if they're know. not, and if they're full, they're not going to nurse. It's just nursing strike or not. Right. And they will always take the bottle. You know, I mean, very rarely does a baby say, nah, I don't want that pizza pizza. You know? No. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just. Yeah. I mean, you can put anything in their mouth. They're going to open it. Yeah. But they have control over nursing more so than bottle right. feeding. So. Right. I mean, as they get, you know, a little bit older, but. Really? And honestly, like a a very distracted baby, bottle feeding sometimes is faster and they can still play, you know, like it's just a very different process. Mm -hmm. Um, And they just sometimes will just do that because they're like, oh, you're offering me this and I can then go right back to playing in like two seconds. Okay. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's a totally different ball game. It really is. Um, Sometimes you have to take those babies into a quiet, dark room where nothing else is happening around them. And that'll get them off their nursing strike. But that's hard to do if you have like three other kids in the house, you know. So really trying to, you know, manage that can be difficult, but it doesn't mean they're on a strike that's never going to reverse itself. Yeah, I think this is another time where we have to remember that breastfeeding is so much more than food. Mm -hmm. It's so much more than food. They don't just wake up one day and be like, nah. That's what I tell people. You don't don't mean anything to me anymore. Right. Like they're not going to just replace you. They don't. That doesn't. They, it doesn't happen like that. It's not just food. It's not just 
It's so much more. It's your entire relationship with your babe. That's all they know. All they know is that you're a big boob. <laughs> you know, they're not happy about this either. Like they, 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 they're breastfeeding for so much more than we think they are. And it's not just going to stop overnight, suddenly one day. Yeah. Mm-mm. And that's why a lot of times when people say things like, um, I don't think the flow is fast enough for them anymore. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know that your baby necessarily. I don't know why anybody thinks that babies care about that. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know. Think that we just every, we always think that it's our fault. Yeah. And we always it's think that it's always only our food fault and it's yeah. breastfeeding and we're, we can't do it. Um, but breastfeeding is way more resilient than people give it credit for. Honestly, it is way, way more resilient. Your milk supply isn't going to go away in a day and your baby is not going to give you up in a matter of hours because they think something else is better than you. Yeah. Mm. You know, you could see this with so what, just a couple of more times where you might see this happening is, of course, pregnancy where mm. the milk supply is going down or, you know, just changes happening. They might stop nursing for a while, but also they might come back. So again, it's the same rules apply. Yeah. And, and, with toddlers, as they grow, if you're still nursing your toddler and they're growing, they're growing and their mouths are getting bigger. They're like forgetting how to latch. They've got teeth now. It's a different way of of latching and they they just they might need help figuring it out. Or they might just be like, I don't know. what What is this? I don't know. <laughs> but you can help them. And now they're old enough. You can be like, OK, open wider. OK, stick your tongue out. OK, you know, and you can help them with that. And you might need to anyway, because it's really uncomfortable to have a toddler nursing in their weird way. <laughs> they're just weird toddlers. Yeah. Overall. It's they're all, weird. they're all weird. We're weird from the day we, from when we're born until we die. Weird. Oh my God. So you're not joking there. <laughs> but yeah, but if you are not ready to give it up yet, um, it might not be that your baby might not be either. There might just be something else going on there um, that we're just kind of have to deal with and adjust. You yeah. Know, and it's all. frustrating because you do have to kind of make sure your milk supply is still being stimulated by pumping or somehow expressing some of that milk. And I mean, and honestly, if this happened or is happening to you and you are experiencing that like weaning depression, like that mom that, you know, wrote into you, she was obviously like, this is really sad for me. So, um, I mean, like, what do you do? You know, like what, what kind of thing? And then if you, if you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, that happened to me. I didn't realize it. Now I, you know, deprived my child of this. I know. Like, no, it's okay. It's okay. I was thinking about that too. I was like, this can make a whole group of people really upset. Yeah. We don't want that. Just, no, no. And like, you just, all you can do is like live your life with the information that you have, right? We're all doing it. We've all mm-hmm. we've all done stuff that we're like, oh, if I had known, I would have done that completely differently. I mean, I know I can think of like 10 things right off the top of my head. Oh my that, God, my whole life. I, Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. So we all, yeah. we all, we've all, when we've all done it parenting, you know, you're all, you're, when you're, when you're parenting, you're just doing, you're doing, you're always doing stuff that you don't have, you're making decisions based on very, very little information. And we are kind of like, you know, kind of like 
putting all these babies under an umbrella because, and I remember you had said one time too, like the average weaning age is what, like two to seven, two to seven. Mm-hmm. I think, right? Yeah. So around the world, like Quite worldwide, mm-hmm. the average age is like two to seven. That's the average. Like there are going to be babies that fall under that average and fall over that average. Like mm-hmm. there's just, it's an average. So like where you do have those babies that weaned at a year because you're kind of like, oh, well, they didn't seem to really be interested anymore. And I feel like we're okay with it. Like, I mean, that's, that doesn't mean there's something wrong with any of you. That's just not the average age, but that doesn't mean like average is just kind of like variable, you know? Yes, um, very. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong there. What we don't want is for you to go, oh my gosh, I'm so sad about this. Maybe I should do something different. You know what I mean? Like we don't want anybody yeah. like regretting any time that was spent nursing because of how it ended. That's not what we want anybody to feel like. Because weaning is hard. Like it's, you know, and if anybody listened to the episode that we just put out um, about gassy babies, the email that I read, the review was about like somebody who had weaned older babies and really felt unsupported by that. And that is really hard because if you're in a situation where you're like, I feel like kind of like me, where I was like, my gosh, I feel like my baby's weaning, but I'm not really ready. And you try to talk to somebody about it and they're going to say, well, your baby's over a year. It's fine. You know, you're not going to, you don't feel like you're getting the feedback that you need for yourself. And that's really not okay. You know, it's, it's not. Um, And I remember even when I worked in the pediatrician's office, every once in a while that would come up. And I remember having a nurse being like, why are they still nursing when the baby's two? I'm like, aren't you a fucking pediatric nurse? Like (laughs) what? I know we what think two-year-olds are like getting ready for college. Right. Like that's a baby. Yeah. Like you look at a two-year-old and you're like, I remember I've told this story on the podcast before, but my sister was, um, you know, Jack was like, I think he was probably like a year and a half or two and he was walking around and she, you know, we'd never known babies in my family. Like, you know, babies are treated kind of like, you know, we talk about all the things, the way babies are treated. Babies are treated like, you know, like they should be home. They shouldn't be out bothering people. They should be, you know, so you don't see, you know, you don't see a lot of babies. And uh, she was like, I would have thought that breastfeeding at 18 months would have been like kind of weird, but I'm looking at him now and I'm like, he's a baby. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a baby. Right. And it's like, well, they're a year. They're not a baby anymore. My God, they've been on Come the on. planet for 12 months. They're a baby. <laughs> oh my god i know but that is kind of what people expect yeah no, cut them off right cut they them need off. to learn how to do all this on their own and da, da, da. like yeah. no it's okay to want to nurse longer and it's okay to try to it's okay to try to manipulate the situation like we're talking about we're talking about ways to convince your baby to remind your baby to to try to um you know associate these like, you know, soothing and comforting times for them with breastfeeding so that you can breastfeed as long as you want. And and even into, you know, years that you probably never thought you would, because it's okay. It's okay for you to try to make that happen. People think, well, your baby's obviously done. Who cares? Who cares? You are still allowed to do whatever you want to try to make this happen. Mm hmm. And like Abby said, if you feel like you feel comfortable that it's it's your time, that that's the end of your journey, then great. 
But if you feel like, no, I, I still want more. I mean, there's so many, like as I'm sitting here thinking about it, there's weaning brings so many um, different situations, right? Like you have people that aren't sure they want to wean yet, but their baby is showing signs. And you're like, what do I do about this? You have people that are like, I don't want to fully wean, but I don't want to nurse as much as the baby is nursing. What do I do about that? You know, so that's where we put boundaries in. We have babies that are like, you know, I don't want, I don't want to wean anymore or I don't want to nurse anymore, but mom really does. Like there's so many variables here and everybody's journey is so different, but you can make it what you want it to be. I definitely have people that are like one year, boom, done. First birthday. That's what you want. Great. You did a great job. A year is hard to get to. It is not the norm, especially in the United States of America where you go back to work at, you know, six weeks. A year is a really, can be a really difficult goal. You made it. You want to be done now. There you go. You know, some people want to wean because they want to have more babies right away. Whatever your journey is, you know, but if you're not ready to give it up yet and you feel like your your baby is like not cooperating with that, then let's, you know, let's talk about how we can make it better for you guys. Yeah. And there's a group of people that did wean and wonder if they can start again. Yeah. And you that is can. A thing. Mm-hmm. You can start nursing again. That was, um, we heard a lot about that around the formula shortage, right? Oh, yeah. Right. I have had people reach me about that, like, not as much recently. But um, I remember a couple of years ago, people would be like, I switched to formula because breast, I didn't think breastfeeding was working for us. And formula was a really bad choice. Um, we're doing really poorly on it. So I want to go back to breastfeeding again. What do I do? Um, and that is, that is a thing, you know, I mean, if it's something, if you kind of feel like, oh my gosh, I thought my baby was weaning at four months, but then I realized that they're just distracted. Now we're five months old. Formula is going bad. What do I do? We can work on that. Like, because you know, it's, you just had really bad info and people can relactate, you know, I mean, it is a thing. I don't think it is, but it is. I remember when we were doing the, um, when the formula shortage happened and there was so much stuff going on, like there was so much hatred for everything and everybody, everywhere you looked on social media, people were like, well, you know, don't tell me I should breastfeed. I can have the, you know, it's like, nobody's telling you, you have to breastfeed. You can breastfeed if you want to breastfeed. You don't have to, but right now there's a formula shortage. So finding formula is really difficult. So sometimes here's, so here's another option. Right. And people are like, well, it's, you know, I keep hearing about relactating, like that's a thing. It's like, it kind of is a thing. People do it. Yeah, they do. And uh, so, yeah, that's what we've got. So if you have, if you're concerned that your baby is weaning prematurely earlier than you want them to, you know, there's lots of things to look at. So don't hesitate to, you know, kind of look at all the things before you throw in the towel if you're not ready to do that yet. That's it. Bottom line. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.